0: Hi. I got a tape I wanna play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you wanna live. This town needs an enema.
1: I can I need a packy Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this.
0: So it's come to this. Oh, I finally—it's here. We've, <laughs> this intro was tough for us. <laughs> I don't, don't want to tell you guys too much how the sausage is made, but we've—you uh, know—you don't—we don't wake up looking this good. No, we, so, we've
1: uh, we, we've been practicing, and uh, that was as good as it gets. That was as good as it got, <laughs> and
0: it came to that. And it now came to it that. It came to this. It's here, and uh, we got. Kind of an unexpected one, not necessarily in some ways, but more unexpected that I thought the tone would be way different. Yeah, well, we should
1: tell people this is a movie podcast. This is also. a movie podcast. Before I dive right <laughs> if, in, yeah, if uh, you if you've never heard of us, uh, I'm Charlie and that's Eric, and we're hey talking there. movies. And we got an older uh, movie today. We got a classic, and uh, yeah, tell us all about it, Eric.
0: Well, so one of our, and this is all going to be part of a big full set. Big mega episode, but obviously, Sleepaway Camp is one of the most legendary film experiences we've ever had as a group. Absolutely, I mean, arguably my favorite slasher, arguably my favorite 80s horror movie, Sleepaway Camp. It's perfect, it's so wonderful.
1: It's a classic campy horror movie from '83 that uh, it's so unique, has everything,
0: has its own tone,
1: yeah and it does feel like it's from a different planet it does it's so it's such one guy's vision
0: and it's so great yeah but within the sleepaway camp canon there is some controversial sequels
1: Yes, uh, I was actually surprised when I found out there were sequels. I didn't realize Sleepaway Camp was something that warranted Yeah. does Not not one but two. Yeah. And well, there's a new is there there's a, a new one. There's like a return to, huh. Re-
0: it's something like that. Yeah. Nobody I don't think they really acknowledge it. I don't it. think we're going to call that one. No. Yet. We're calling it at 3. Yeah.
1: There is a there is a 1992 sleep, Sleepaway Camp 4. I'm not even sure if that's the survivor. I'm not sure if that's going to be in the huh. canon as well.
0: I think I remember there being like 35 minutes of it. Oh, okay. On, uh, on oh, one of the releases, maybe on it's like some... the Sleepaway Camp 3 DVD. I see. So Sleepaway Camp 2: Unhappy Campers. <laughs> this came out five years after the original Sleepaway Camp. Yep. Starred nobody from the original sleepaway camp no same characters though same characters one which was we'll get into this (laughs) and uh was straight to video oh yeah so yeah it starred instead of felissa rose we got pamela springsteen yes the sister of bruce (laughs) springsteen yeah who plays angela in this one and who distractingly to me has zero physical features <laughs> at all the same as Angela, as Felicity Rose.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the idea that she's supposed to be uh, a much older Angela in this one. Uh, yeah. yeah F- uh, Felicity Ro- Rose in the uh, first one is a child, and this one she's supposed to be at least 17, 18. She's a counselor
0: <laughs> now. Her whole physical structure and, changed uh, in five
1: yeah, years. Yeah, well, that's going to happen. You got that when tight, curly hair all of a sudden. When you're talking uh, the boss, I'm sure, got involved. Bruce put a call <laughs> Bruce in. put in. He said, look, my sister Pamela, she's an unhappy camper. <laughs> I think she's great in this movie. <laughs> so we had seen this movie once before. And again, this is probably taking place in New Jersey, so I'm not yeah, I'm just saying oh, the whoa. boss has some
0: sway. The bo- yeah. <laughs> I, I think I leaned over you during it. It's like, man. So, Charlie and I have this theory that summer camps only exist in New Jersey. Yeah. Because. Uh, or that general eastern seaboard kind of area. Upper New York, maybe you get some. Yeah. I think Char- uh, Char- Jersey, Charlie. Le- but yeah, Charlie nowhere Charlie leaned, leaned over to me when we recently saw The Burning. And he was like, do you know anybody that went to camp? <laughs> Is this only a New Jersey thing? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's all that. And look at even the guys like Wet Hot American Summer. That's it. Oh yeah, it's a, like a Jersey uh, or Upstate New York camp. It's, so they're all they're all sub- subjected to two states. I don't know anyone who went to one. I don't know
1: anyone as an adult now who sends their kids to one. Right, like it's uh, maybe that's just a West Coast thing. Yeah, we're, we're we're not cool enough for the summer camp.
0: Where was heavyweights? Ooh, good, yeah. that's a good
1: get on question. the heavyweights. I'm gonna research. go East Coast. Yeah, Coast. yeah, I'm gonna assume Gotta East be. Coast
0: on that. Gotta one. be. So anyway, <laughs> so. And the first movie, one of the great things I love about Boy Camp is that it really has a Jersey feel to it. Hmm. A lot of the actors really feel clear Jersey residents. Absolutely. A lot of the cast was from Jersey. It added to the movie. It does feel like like a bunch of kids from the Bronx. Yeah. Totally. It's, it's really great. And Felissa her, Rose herself. If, you, if you've seen her recently, she looks straight out of oh, the yeah. Jersey shore. It's great. She's amazing. And so... We had such a great time watching Sleepaway Camp. It kind of came to be the movie that we're like, "Oh, so and so hasn't. We'll all get together and watch it with them for the first time." You know, we all like kept going out of our way to try and recruit people to right. watch Sleepaway Camp with so yeah. we can see it more. <laughs> uh And so it has pretty legendary status within our Little Film Society, <laughs> and with horror film fans in, in, in general, yeah. yeah, we're not it's unique a cult in classic. that. It is yeah. a cult class. We haven't discovered something, yeah. And unique, so, one yeah. of our movie days, I brought Sleepaway Camp too because we all knew we had to see them. Like we just had to. We've seen other stuff that's much more obscure. We got to at least see this and get our own take on it. Oh yeah. And uh, I remember not liking it. This was probably several mm. years ago. I was bored. I didn't like its tone. I, didn't, I was distracted by the Angela thing. I felt the tie-in was... Un, like, I didn't really like it that much. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem to get a good reaction from the room. I don't remember people being like, you know, that was pretty good. None of us were expecting it to be good. It had, well, yeah. it had the biggest shoes in the world to live, live up to. We knew it wasn't going to do that. So I went in with low expectations, but I still remember being disappointed. But you and I just got to see it in the theater. On the big screen. And it is so great. I was so wrong on initial <laughs> viewing. I'm an idiot. Don't trust my movie opinions. Don't listen to anything that I am a part of. No. Not, <laughs> wait wait oh, no, no, hey, Hold on. Hold on. on, hold on. Backtrack uh, back on at, that uh, one. We'll, we'll, we'll edit this. Let's walk that one back a little bit. Yeah. Well,
1: no, you're definitely the two-movie guy. you got to see a movie twice. I I. I uh, that can you, really make or break. You got to... Yeah, it's uh, a movie, especially something like Sleepaway Camp. You know, you got to get into the groove of it. And maybe we yeah. just didn't get into the groove that first time. And S- the second time, we had we had watched The Burning First, so we were in that camp mode. We
0: were already at camp. We were ready
1: to go with and that. And we just
0: knew. We knew now. Like We already knew Sleepaway Camp 2 was... We weren't even going to try to compare it to the first one. Yeah, But now... At least we knew that it was more of an outright comedy, and that it had a girl who looked distractingly nothing like (laughs) her character, and any connection to the original was only shoehorned into the movie and totally pointless. Yeah. We kind of knew that going in. If you can get past that. you can get past that. Going in with that knowledge. You're golden. I was... I was in love, man. This was amazing. I had such an amazing time. I loved it. That's I Can't great. wait to talk even more.
1: It was fun. It was. It's one of those movies where um, it does kind of the opposite of a lot of slasher sleepaway camp type movies, um, which I loved the way that they did it because it was, <laughs> uh, you know, made itself it, its own unique thing. And the movie starts with uh, like a, a campfire scene, and you've got some boys and a girl hanging out, and. The girl is not supposed to be there. She's supposed to be at the girl camp. Yeah. And uh, that's when we're introduced to Angela, who is the former killer camp kid who you know that because you've heard us talk about Sleepaway Camp. Yes. In a previous episode. But now she's all grown up and she's the counselor. And within the first five minutes, she uh, takes this girl away, scolds her <laughs> for being with the boys, and then murders her yeah. in the woods. And I'm talking to the first five minutes. Yeah. She grabs a log, I think, and just knocks she her just out. She clocks her with it. And uh, takes care of her. And so. that's when I was like, oh, they're not going to try to pretend whether or not she's the killer. <laughs> We're not going to worry about who's stalking the... Like, Sleepaway Camp, the whole thing is who's the killer. Yeah. What's going on? And this one, it's like, it's Angela. <laughs> it's definitely her. It's like, you, there was almost like a studio audience just like,
0: Angela. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And uh, yeah, that's kind of the the. It felt like a sitcom, actually. The whole the whole movie. The-
0: yeah, the, it was it was really arranged as an outright comedy. The first Boy Camp has tons of laughs. Oh yeah, but they're constructed way differently. They are going for different laughs. This was an outright reaction comedy scenes. And uh, one thing I really, the movie really breaks us right in with one of those campfire scenes, and I think what really immediately sold me of like, wait a minute, is this actually great? And I was just an <laughs> idiot. I hate being confronted with my own idiocy, Yeah, but it happens somewhat <laughs> it's often. It's going to happen. Yeah. And I acknowledge it. I just don't like, I never look forward to it. Mm-hmm. But within five minutes, I think we got some very above average campfire banter. Totally. Compared to uh, to other films within the same canon. Like, I just immediately liked the kids and thought they had funny things to say. There was a facts of life joke, so it was like <laughs> right. weirdly topical. Very, yeah, very topical. These of kids are from the real world. <laughs> like they're making <laughs> references to things. I kind of liked it, and the jokes. A couple of jokes were actually funny. They weren't just amusing. Like it was like, oh, okay. They really yeah. did. They're starting us off with some good, good camp banter. Well we I'm already we, into this. We meet TC right off the bat. Yeah, there's a there's a guy named TC who's like a head counselor.
1: A classic head camp counselor character who's he's, he's, he's all business d- but he's got a heart of
0: gold under there but but he's also a he's doof. a hard ass. Yeah. He's a doof. He's and a he's doof. he's left the TC comedy scenes are the ones that fall flat. Cuz oh, yeah. sometimes TC is left with a with like a lame end of scene reaction. Yeah. Like the equivalent joke is like people are gone and then cuts to TC. Well, why am I the only one standing here? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, goddammit, TC. TC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we actually started did yelling I, that at him. Did I think we, at the yeah. mo- at, Towards the end of the movie, we are like,
1: goddammit, TC. Yeah, Get I'm pretty sure on.
0: we did. You say sitcom audience reaction. We were, there was definitely one thing. I'm not remembering which TC moment where I did kind of a groaning, TC. TC. Come on, yeah. TC. Just give it, yeah. I think the room was okay with it. this guy the room was all right it was yeah. a it was an elbow to the ribs to old tc it, it was yeah we so we're not going to be mad at tc no but he <laughs> he is kind of a kind of a derp <laughs> for the movie um angela is also the like fuddy-duddy camp counselor oh yeah she's like the uncool stick-in-the-mud camp counselor who's serious about camping and is there her fun is derived solely From the actual camp activities. She's not like a teen there trying to hook up. Yeah. Well, it's funny. They make
1: the camp stickler. They make the facts of life reference, and she could very much have been in the facts
0: of life. She was kind of one of those characters that. She definitely plays it like a sitcom character. Yeah. And the first time through when we watched this, I obviously was not expecting it. Going in expecting it, I was so into it. Mm. I thought it was great. I thought her timing was, quote, Killer. Oh boy. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Things have been tough. It's been a long (laughs) time. Things have been tough. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's just the whole vibe of the movie. It was, I was suddenly, it went from the thing where I was like, well, that was an immediate turn off to me just doing a 180 Mm -hmm. and being so into it. There is a scene (laughs) that is one of my absolute favorite scenes. I love it. It would make an amazing GIF. It's it was so funny. I was dying. Where we've already established, as Charlie said, that Angela is the killer. Yep. There is no, no mystery. Question. There. You don't just see arms clubbing somebody. Yep. You are getting the shot. It's not looking the camera at point Angela. of view. Yeah. <laughs> it's bright as day. Yeah. You. There are so many of her killings that are in broad daylight. Yeah.
1: And then, like, uh, yeah. And then she gets back to the cabin. And is just like, oh, I
0: sent her home. She was being bad. She was doing bad things. We'll get to Angela's poor cover-ups. Yeah, <laughs> the scene that I'm talking about. You have to remember it because it's so unexpected and so funny and so well acted. Is kids are starting to disappear mm-hmm. as, as we've talked about. Murders are happening, and Angela's excuse, as Charlie said, is like, oh yeah, she was mouthing off. I had to send her home. Overnight in the middle of the night, without her letting any of her friends know she's going very midsummer I was just gonna say oh, yeah Angela. I think I know where midsummer gets it now oh midsummer <laughs> ripped off sleepaway camp to colon unhappy it's campers bas- yeah, it should
1: have f- been called midsummer unhappy campers <laughs> yeah. could have been the same thing God I would love it
0: <laughs> I want that um and so yeah, like three different kids now are sent home, which is. As you hear other people, it doesn't sound like typical camp policy. They're all just yeah. like, geez, already three campers
1: are being yeah. sent home? So- well, even her boss, like the head guy at the camp, is like, you did what? Yeah. You're not well, supposed to do that. You're not supposed to send these kids. Oh, at, like, she's like, oh, no? Oh, well, well, huh? yeah. okay, I won't do it again. <laughs> wink, wink, yeah. so nudge, all these, nudge. all these
0: kids keep Angela. getting sent home. Ange- oh, Angela. <laughs> Angela. Uh And so there's this shot of three camp campers sitting in the foreground and they're all kind of, there's like a girl and a couple of guys and they're like, you know, all talking about like, you know, it doesn't make sense that so-and-so would go home. Like what? I didn't see him doing anything wrong. And in the background, Angela walks into the frame with her just hands in her pockets, (laughs) strolling through. And she does the longest walk across (laughs) the length of the whole screen staring at the kids the whole time yeah 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 it is such a long drawn out take and her look was so funny i was i was crying laughing like (laughs) at that point i was like how did how was i not loving this like i'm immediately not trusting anything about myself yeah yeah. i immediately feel like a pod person like did I just sleep through you know, I 80 think, minutes of this I think we movie? enjoyed
1: it the first time. But like you said, uh, when we do these days where we're watching five or six movies in a day, uh, you know, sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle, I think, it's a easy. little bit. Placement
0: yeah. can affect a movie. If Big we're time. watching a movie second of the day or,
1: like, fifth
0: of yeah. the day. Right. You know? And that, what
1: we've seen before or after can, sure. can really uh, influence it as well. But, yeah, uh,
0: depending on the quality or the genre of movies we watch, it can really... Uh, placement is random but can really make or break. Yeah. And I guess I don't know. I had I had such meh memories of this movie and here I am 35 minutes in like just having a ball. Yeah. Well, what's great is
1: like this movie is just so straightforward with with its humor and uh there like I said, there's no suspense really. It's no, just a fun no ride. There's no suspense.
0: It's her the fun part is her just killing kids
1: and we really do like you said we do have a lot of fun just listening to the camp kids interact with each other there's those two younger boys that are trying to get the topless pictures yeah and it's like and so there's this whole conversation in the cabin where the girls are like who's ever gonna try to get a look at us and what do we have to worry about and then it cuts to those two kids gotcha
0: (laughs) taking the picture and
1: running off so all the
0: camp not just not just the campfire banter all the counselors. So this one girl, like all the ca- all the little campers, are given their own thing. Yeah. Even if it's, one girl just doesn't like wearing a shirt, which I <laughs> think is so funny because every camp movie, every camp slasher builds to boobs reveal, and so this camp slasher movie is already so ahead of it. Just They're just with like, it, yeah. let's just make a character who wants to show her boobs as often <laughs> as possible. There's no, like you said, we know who the killer is. There's no suspense. There's no suspense to shirt removal. Nope. You just have a girl who walks around the cabin topless and is great. She's (laughs) super comfortable with her boobs. And Angela is so offended by her boobs. Yep. Like, Angela catches her and... She's got to be the prude, you know. She's got to be the counselor. We get introduced to, yeah, these two little kids who look way younger than any of the other campers. And yeah, yeah, what what the girl who loves having her boobs out was she just something like who's gonna see it? Yeah, like and then it cuts to yes, these two kids who like standing comically on each other's shoulders, one yep. with like a camera, just snapping photos through so windows funny. of boobs. But and it's they, funny. It's it's.
1: Funny. It's not creepy like uh, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. The kids don't. The kids don't end up are funny. They're innocent. Joke raping anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly.
0: a real gotcha rape from Revenge of the Nerds. The worst. Thanks a lot, guys. Ugh, you did nothing for nerds. Yeah, nerds should be hated. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and but, then, no. <laughs> but, so, but the kids, they then like slap fives when they run away and call themselves the Tit Patrol. You can't make it up. The tit like,
1: they you know, have, some, they got that from some real kid came up, like, that's not a writer in a writer's no. room, like, going like, and then they call themselves the tit patrol. These Doesn't kids
0: happen. took so many pictures of tits, and at <laughs> one point, they were like, you know, I think we should have a name. This is like a thing we do. <laughs> this yeah. is now a thing. We fluked into a couple of tit shots, but we are, at this point, are actively seeking them out. We need, a, we need a group name. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, we get a panty raid. Of this girl's cabin, my favorite part of the panty raid is when one of the campers runs into the room, shoots his arms out, and goes, PANTY RAID!
1: (laughs) In case we, the audience, did not know what was happening, yeah.
0: I really wanted one of the characters afterwards to... I wanted a cutaway scene afterwards where the boys were all reveling in their stolen panties, freshly (laughs) raided. And they're all just like, you know, going over, surveying their loot and then I wanted one of them to lean into that guy and be like, hey, so we don't actually say panty raid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like, we just do it. You know, we, we cause ruckus, but we don't. We don't not, If you say panty raid, they know we're going for the panties. Yeah. That's kind of the surprise. We kind of, you know, you don't just show up at the orgy naked. <laughs> like, you gotta. You don't yell orgy walking. Yeah, when you walk in the yeah exactly. You gotta, yeah. Like, <laughs> you gotta slow hand it a little bit, guy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the movie was filled with just goofy camp moments, which are great. We get a camp song mm-hmm. called Happy Camper, yes. which Angela leads oh, yeah. the group in, which is very important for our absurd montage.
1: Yeah, all the kids have that. Uh, all the counselor, or counselors and camp, camp kids have the great. Like they kind of are making fun of it, but they go along with it. They've just got this great attitude of it's like a- they they're there forever. You really get the sense that they are comfortable being there. They know all the songs.
0: They kind of play along. It's yeah. dumb. It's a it's such a good camp scene. Yeah, because um you get the sense that these yeah they're singing their actual camp song but nobody's just refusing to sing while Angela leads it like you said they're going around they're going through it half-heartedly they're rolling their eyes but, but there's they're also doing it. some camp pride there yeah. yeah yeah camp pride is important and not all camp slashers or camp movies have that camp pride heavyweights had the most camp pride big time they. I still gotta look up where heavyweights took place. Yeah. Oh man, I'm dying to see where that heavyweights. I can't wait till our heavyweights pod. I can't wait to see heavyweights again. Uh, oh, it's so good. It's a classic. Oh, it's so good. Those um, fat kids had the summer of their lives, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. so, so wait, wait. On, on got, IMDb, I just looked up you heavyweights. Got some heavyweights info. Uh,
1: just just that the this is the plot synopsis. Yeah. Plump kids, <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> are lured and in, lured into joining a posh fat camp, blah blah blah. I just love the phrase "plump kids." That's funny to me.
0: Yeah, not many sentences start with "plump kids." Plump kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a rare sentence starter. Uh, Long Island, New York. Okay, it's out there. Same diff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, within
0: one of the two states that we uh, have yeah. established,
1: summer camps existed. And then uh, one of the other uh, campers uh, that we, I wanted to uh, talk about was the good girl, Molly, mm, sure. who is kind of the one that Angela almost takes under her wing because she likes the cute boy. Angela sees that and tries to uh, help her along. That's Renee Estevez, yeah, daughter of uh, Martin Sheen and uh,
0: sister to Emilio and Charlie Sheen. Yeah, top build in this movie were Pamela Springsteen and Renee Estevez. That's pretty crazy to me. Yeah. We did not get a Don Swayze appearance. No. However. Close, but uh, yeah, no cigar.
1: But yes, just Renee Estevez. Um, but she was cool, too. And, uh, yeah, that's an it's an important character. She's a good character to kind of keep the plot moving forward as far as having this romantic thing. Because Angela does not have any kind of romantic subplot or anything. She's... Very much
0: the outsider. Angela has had nothing but a lifetime of terrible (laughs) sexual experiences. She is done with that. She is solely focused on camp.
1: Yeah. And that's why she's against the boys and the idea of these girls fornicating and uh, showing off the boobs because she knows the boys take it too far.
0: Yeah, she knows the boys. Um And yeah, yeah, but so that's, so it has that kind of a base, which is important. And it has, yeah, that, that nice Molly story grounding things. So it's not just wall to wall, Angela clubbing people. Yeah. But Angela has some pretty savage kills. Yes. She burns a couple of girls alive on a barbecue pit, burns, in the One. middle of the afternoon. Just, yeah, this is broad daylight in a campsite.
1: Out in the woods, there's these two sisters, maybe, or cousins uh-huh. or something, who who are out there getting drunk. And, yeah, she... Uh I, I was like, no one's going to smell that? It was the two that?
0: stoner sisters. The stoners, yeah. They're yeah. so good. Everybody, oh, those two, they're just probably getting hot. Like, <laughs> then it cuts to like the two Hesher girls, and it's like, oh, man, this camp is filled with kids that I'd want to be around. <laughs> These kids are all great. The stoner sisters, tit patrols over here to my left, oh, panty raid guys over here, like, oh, my gosh. This is, this is a <laughs> knockout cast of nobodies. In this movie, it's That's so great. good. So many good characters. Yeah, she just roasts them in a barbecue, and then shows the other. The other one was knocked out while she roasted one of them, and the other one has to see the charred skeleton. Yep. And so, so it's like you get these really mean, violent kills. The worst. This is horrifying. Mm. This is out of all the movie kills I've ever seen. This might be like. Right towards the bottom of ways I wouldn't want to go. Okay. The outhouse. Mm-hmm. Scene. I knew you're going to say that
1: one. Yeah. Oh, this one uh, takes it too far. This is <laughs> awful. oh, this
0: is awful. So, <clears throat> spoiler alert. <clears throat> yeah, Charlie already spoiled that Angela's the killer. Uh, yes, they, w- they I, wouldn't. Uh, they guilty as charged. They would not have known that until minute four. Yeah. of this film, <laughs> they wouldn't have been the least bit suspicious. So, Angela drowns a girl in an old, abandoned outhouse. Mm-hmm. The old wooden, built-into-the-earth kinds. <laughs> Who knows in the last time that has been... She makes the girl... Oh, and she drags it out so, so long.
1: Yeah, this is the girl who's been kind of the biggest bitch to her. Uh-huh. And I think she's kind of the hot girl in the, she's, in the camp. She's the or, hot girl. If I'm remembering that's, correctly. That's what...
0: Yeah. Your so, your opinions may vary, but for the movie's purposes, she's the hot. Yeah. She's the well, Judy of the first one. Totally. Yeah.
1: Well, she doesn't look too good after she's uh, been drowning in uh, poopy.
0: Yeah. For a while. <laughs> she Angela makes her like look into the outhouse. Ugh. She's like, what do you see in there? <laughs> Tell me what you see in there. Really making the girl point yeah. out all the awful things that are in there. Ugh. Well. It's gross. Yeah. And then she makes her climb into it hmm like leading her doesn't just grab her face and shiver it makes her climb in and then starts just stomping on her head to force her underwater the girl comes up covered in leeches covered mm-hmm. in years old outhouse way uh. i mean just the and then yes makes gurgling bubblings <laughs> I, I have seen so i watched john wick 3 last night so i saw like 300 deaths yeah right i would rather have Any of them than sewage drowning. That's
1: just got to be one of the worst. And yeah, like you said, it's so drawn out. It's so torturous. Yeah. And uh, I think it's so great that Angela doesn't seem like a... Like, she's just got this great way of not... uh, Of just being so docile and uh, seeming so innocent. Naive, almost, when she's around everyone else and then being totally evil. But it's not like it's... uh, She still seems like... Just like a normal person who just is yeah. like, all right, well, what do you see in there? Uh, uh, to yeah. me,
0: it's like she just she's so casual in the way that she's killing these kids yeah, off. Yeah, docile is a pretty good word for it. And she just comes off so casual. <laughs> and yeah, she, just like... like <laughs> but, such, like, such a goody-goody, casual, smiles a lot, mm-hmm. is super smiley, but also has, like, you know, warm eyes when she's smiling. Like, she's not a... she doesn't come off like a phony... <laughs> Right in her niceness she's a psychopath
1: So yes, <laughs> she's just a true
0: psychopath this Angela and so then we we start building this movie this movie is only 80 minutes long mm-hmm. it's not very long though it still drags a bit at the <laughs> end where uh, it does feel for the last 15 where you're like I don't think the movie knows how to end and so they're mm-hmm. just kind of like and another thing <laughs> um, but we get this build up as Charlie said, there's no mystery in this mm-hmm. movie. You know exactly what's happening. You know exactly... It's it's a total... Um, what's the Dick Miller one uh, where he's a sculptor? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bucket of Blood. Bucket of Blood. Yeah. It's a total Bucket of Blood situation where it's like, she's got to have 10 campers stashed somewhere. Mm-hmm. One of these, somebody's going to find it. You know, Dick Miller... 50 minutes into Bucket of Blood, has a zillion dead things cased in, uh, you know, artist's clay. Right. It's like, exactly. oh, there something's going to start smelling in, like, <laughs> seven hours, maybe? Like, right. this has a shelf life of a plot. I think
1: there was, yeah, wasn't there a moment there where, like, the cat's, like, fur was starting to stick through the clay or something? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so it's the same thing going on with Angela here. It's like, this does not have very long legs. Like, you're... Unless you're finding a genius way of disposing his bodies. This is going to run out
1: no. by the weekend. Yeah, and it's not a very genius way. She's just stashing them in an old She's shed. She's throwing them in a shack. Yeah, they're all they're all kind of in the in the shed together. Yeah, that's kind of where the big conclusion of the film takes place. Yeah, where some, you finally see camper, all the bodies.
0: Uh, the nice girl. Yeah, It all Molly. comes down to Molly. Running in, finding all the bodies, realizing Angela's a psycho. And then we get this hilarious montage revealing that Angela's the killer (laughs) 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 like we still get the it was him it was him reveal (laughs) in this great montage of just all her kills it's just still us like yep it was exactly who we told you it was yep. the whole time. Remember that one? Here's a reminder. That was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> and it's set to her doing this during a now slowed down footage mm. of her singing the "Oh, oh the yeah, happy camper." Oh, While she's just like burning girl stoner <laughs> girls, it's just like, oh yeah, no, yeah, it was Angela. Yep. Okay, she can Definitely be a happy camper and a killer. Yeah. She can be both. So yeah, I'm. I was dying at the needless reveal. <laughs> like, well, we gotta have the reveal montage. We we revealed it in the credits.
1: And like you said, this is an eighty-minute movie, so I feel like there was about seventy-four minutes in there. Like, we're just so close, but we can't we can't release a seventy-four-minute movie. Seventy-four like,
0: minutes is death. Show it. Show show some of the kills again. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It almost felt like a Howling Two. Uh, just. Show the scene with Sybil Danning's breasts again. (laughs) Like, just Show all the kills again. Put it in slow-mo. Slow it down. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. They'll love it. And so, yeah, the movie movie peters out a little bit, even for an 80-minute movie. But holy cow, I have rarely gone, like, worst to first Mm. like I have with this movie. That's awesome. I'm not sure of how many other movies that I had that much of a low impression of the first time that went up to that high of an impression. Right. I don't know. It threw off everything I thought I knew. Well, it's like every every movie I've ever watched and criticized, I'm now like, well, I could like anything or hate anything now. I don't know what I'm into. Well, uh
1: we're going to have to watch Sleepaway Camp 3: Teenage, Teenage Wasteland, Wasteland from 1989 next. Yeah, it came out the next year. We've never seen it. Obviously, we're going to we're going to complete the set here. We're going to you know. watch it and let you know. Yeah, but it's got Pamela Springsteen
0: back as Angela. And it was it was made probably right at the same time. It must I, be, I bet been. they filmed them back to back. Yeah. Yeah, because they were, they were released a year apart. I can't
1: imagine, right, I can't imagine Sleepaway Camp 2 made so much money. They're like, quick.
0: Yeah, pump another out another one, one quick you know? <laughs> while it's still fresh. No, I assume <laughs> they, they did this on the cheap, back to back, the way it should be done, and then just got more bang for their buck pumped him to 80 minutes i've never seen it but we're gonna very soon so we can complete this set now so now that i'm such a big fan of this now that that it's a movie that i'm weirdly gonna be actively recommending to people which i would have never done right for it's so bizarre to me still (laughs) um i'm so pissed that it basically got saddled with this uh Remake sequel name to a oh, legendary oh, movie. See. You think like, it should have been on its own? Well, so just like with a, uh, so it's come to this favorite prom night two. Oh hello, yeah, hello Mary Lou. Oh, absolutely. Nothing to do, hardly anything at all to do with prom night. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Anything in Sleepaway Camp two that tied it to Sleepaway Camp one was total filler. Garbage, like in Sleepaway Camp too. Right, totally ne- unnecessary. It could be cut out with no fine editing. Just cut out any mention that it is at all connected. The movie just gets better. Like that adds nothing. Yeah, like the the connections are frail. They don't. Yeah, there's no
1: reason for Angela to keep killing these kids. No, or anything like that. There's no. There's never explained, anyways. No, a reason that this. Childhood trauma would keep on into this. Yeah, it could have just been her as a random killer counselor, or you know, yeah, they, the could whole, they could have explained anything. They could have they could have just inserted been her in, own thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, you know, it probably was just like its own script at one point, right? It, just called sure. unhappy campers or something. Yeah. And uh, then you know, whoever's producing it is like, whoever well, what got if got the we, rights to sleepaway camp? Right, What if what? we tie it to this old classic? Or who knows if it was even a classic in '88?
0: you know i get the sense sleepway camp was uh no i think it was a successful was it cuz it was very those a lot of those camp slashers uh were huge successes cuz they were all super cheap and they had you know nobody was no no stars were in them Yeah. Uh, and they filmed them quick cheap and then if they turned 4 million dollars in profit boom you quadrupled at least what you put into it yeah and so sleepway camp true. was definitely one of so all those movies were hits, but Sleepaway Camp was definitely one, like probably the biggest of the yeah. non Friday the Thirteenth. It
1: looks like it made it made eleven million on like less than half a million. Budget. Yeah, which is
0: and eleven million dollars in nineteen eighty three bucks for the distribution that those kind of horror movies got. Yeah, that's huge. Sleepaway Camp just
1: always feels like such an outlier as far as the the summer camp movie. You know, uh-huh. It just well, it's, doesn't. It's so unique. Like, it's so its yeah, own thing. It's, it's not follow. It's following this formula, but it's almost
0: uh it's inverting it in a, in a way and it just yeah. really is a it's very... its own really good take on it and yeah. you know you th- you gotta think if it was already made you know 11 million dollars just theatrically so it already had i mean that was really good mm-hmm. you know other camp slashers that weren't friday the 13th weren't making 11 million um but then a few years after its release home video comes mm-hmm. out and then it's probably raked in three times that on home video and so by 88 they were probably like oh man (laughs) this (laughs) this license is still making money what kind of camp counselor slasher do we have out there exactly and one of the strengths of this movie we don't see it in sleepaway camp one one of the cool things that i really loved about this is so in the first movie it's a mystery who the killer is so we don't Mm -hmm. see the kills we never see the killer doing the kills we just see the
1: weapon or we see the person getting killed's reaction we're seeing it from the killer's point of view as the camera that kind of a thing yeah
0: yeah we'll see a hand maybe or a shadow but nothing not the killer so in this one since you see the killer the whole time you're seeing angela (laughs) how cool was it seeing just a tiny female (laughs) in all these kind of Usually it's a hulking, like, Jason type. Jason was always played by a giant dude. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some big guy, lumbering guy just muscling these kids around. Here's a 115-pound female, like, tackling kids and being the aggressor. Right. And it's so weird because she gets With a, little, a big smile on her face yeah, most of the time big, while crazy she's smile. doing it. Yeah. And it's just, it's, you know, it's like watching men's wrestling versus women's wrestling you know the, the movements are different they're working with different frames different mm. bodies and so it's all these classic kind of horror movie struggles except it's a female doing it It's just an uncommon thing especially within the slasher genre oh yeah not
1: a lot of slasher female well, yeah in my head i'm like what other even female slasher <laughs> would there have been in the 80s yeah there's like female that wasn't like a ghost Or like a
0: Prom Night 2 where it's like some dead girl. There's like female revenge revenge. movies. Those weren't rare. But females as the slasher, not usually a thing. Uh, So I thought that was super unique and just gave everything a different feel. Mm -hmm. And so obviously this movie was just given a familiar title because it's going to make more money. If it's a straight video movie and somebody's going down the horror aisle you know, some, most people don't even look in the straight-to-video section. You know, I know my dad yeah. only looked around the perimeter of the store. <laughs> Just the new releases. Thank yeah. you. That's what brings us here. Um, I was the one that would, you know, go down the center or corner aisles, you know, and really look into the old ones. So I was aware of the straight-to-video market. But for somebody that really isn't, if they see a f- title they recognize... You know, it's that one cheap production studios. I for, I'm forgetting their name now, but the ones that do, like, snakes on a train. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> not Asylum, but something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it is. Um, and they would just, for a while, they, like, owned the Red Box. Right. You know, it would be like mission in, Missioner Impossibler. <laughs> Impossible yeah. Mission. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would be something like that. I remember... Uh, uh, I think it was Jason was standing behind a cup, couple people at the Red red Box, and they were taking forever. One of those people that just shows up without an idea of what's, oh, <laughs> you know, didn't reserve an advance. Just like, well, let's scroll through what they have here. There's only 400 choices. <laughs> and so they were like, huh, War of the Worlds 2. Well, I know Tom Cruise was in the first one. <laughs> Jason's just like, oh, my God. it's awful so you know somebody's walking out Oh, Sleepaway Camp 2 oh I remember that first one like obviously it's going to make more money yeah yeah. that title but now it's just spent 30 years being unfairly compared to one of the most cool and original movies I've ever seen in Sleepaway Camp 1 and if this movie was just called Unhappy Campers Mm -hmm. there was no tie in at all it would I think it would be like a legendary cult movie Instead of kind of like a dumb kid sister that gets lumped in with like cool cool brother. Yeah, exactly. I uh that. I agree.
1: Yeah. Um I think that uh this movie is such a different tone than the first Sleep Boy Camp in yeah, it, totally. like you said, in its humor. Yeah. This is almost going for slaps not slapstick There but is some slapstick elements. It, it's to uh it. yeah, it's very it's <laughs> very straightforward a, a where,
0: screwball camp
1: slasher. Where, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's screwball is the way to put it. It's very screwball. How weird is that? And like That
0: should be a thing to be celebrated, and the movie instead is just like, it's not as good as the first one, but right. That's like that's you, all it gets. Every sentence. Every review yeah. is
1: started. This isn't the greatest slasher yeah, in the world. Yeah, the worst <laughs> way to approach a review,
0: and this movie just gets jammed into it in the worst yeah. way. I hate it. I'm such an advocate for unhappy campers now. I want to banish the sleepaway camp, too. I'm going The only You're thing you just gonna. I, wow. Okay. I, I'm okay. never. I never want to call it Sleepaway Camp 2. I just want to refer to it as Unhappy Campers. We could do that. We can do that. I think I just. I, it's a decree. You guys
1: uh, just call it Unhappy Campers from now on. Only Unhappy Campers. You heard no it here relation first. To
0: Sleepaway Camp too.
1: Um, yeah. It was. Uh. It was very. Yeah. It was great. Pamela great. Springsteen. She's so good. Deserves a lot of credit for it. Uh. TC will go down in history as one of the great. <laughs> dorks <laughs> you, doofus. you
0: well-meaning doofus um yeah yeah i'm uh i don't know what three holds for us i've heard three is dog shit three <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you yeah.
1: <laughs> i've heard it's just absolutely terrible so that's I why did... i don't think we've ever watched it no. because it's just like no that one is terrible but you were right they were shot back to back at the same oh, location good. okay
0: that was my instinct yeah, so yeah
1: it makes sense um so maybe it's not that bad Maybe it's just a lot like two and gets that unfair treatment like like two. Right?
0: Days. Maybe it gets the maybe maybe it's people that think two is so good give three the unfair treatment. Maybe we'll find it's out. No. I think we need to do a little digging. <laughs> we need to. I, I think we, we need to, to find watch. out what's going on here. <laughs> We're going oh, to so innocently to that like I don't know how it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, I've heard uh, for lack of a better term, dog shit. <laughs> Doctors have a word for this, and well, it's dog shit. Quite <laughs> frankly, oh God, sorry,
1: sorry, kid. Not just
0: like, well, it's not supposed to be as good.
1: I mean, I'm just gonna, you know, Pamela Springsteen had like about a dozen acting credits before Sleepaway Camp Three, and then not after. So uh, may may have ruined some careers. We'll find out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the career killer.
1: SC3 A true teenage wasteland, yeah, but uh two sleepaway. I know I know camp. Unhappy Campers is is definitely worth your time. It's God, worth your 80 minutes. It's great. Uh don't go in thinking you're going to be scared. It is a comedy, but uh and don't go in thinking it's going to be a comedy like Sleepaway Camp in its bizarreness. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, just weirdness. It's a uh, yeah. It
0: doesn't really have the weirdness. It is more straightforward, but the tone that it goes for It nails. And like I said, one of the funny, the scene with her walking and staring campers, uh, that's one of the hardest times I've laughed in 2019. (laughs) The movie's hilarious. It's so good. It deserves its own legacy. It is unhappy campers.
1: We will be back with Teenage Wasteland. We'll let you know if we survive or not.
0: (laughs) You'll know. You'll know. So it's come to this, Here we the conclusion go. of the trilogy. We're doing it. We're going all the way through it. Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland.
1: Now, right off the bat, first question, why was this not called Sleepaway Camp 3, Baba O'Reilly? Because that's <laughs> the name of the song. All right. If Joe Pera has taught us anything... Yeah.
0: That's the name of the song, not Teenage Wasteland. It says Teenage Wasteland a hundred times, and (laughs) Baba O'Reilly zero times, but yeah, sure. Yeah, (laughs) Sleepaway Camp 3, well, for the purists out there, Baba O'Reilly.
1: Baba O'Reilly. You guys know what we're talking about. It's it's Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland, 1989, a year after our unhappy campers. Unhappy. Very fun sequel that unhappy campers, unhappy campers, campers which you just is heard us talk about wonderful. We're gonna wrap it up with three because three really um, it uh, it drops off a
0: bit. It does drop off, but still some good stuff to talk about. B- what we need to talk about from the get go is we knew there's a trilogy going in before we even had watched sure. our beloved sleepaway camp one. Yeah, and that movie set such a high bar. For not just every horror day after, but every movie day after, had to live up to the reaction that Sleepaway Camp got. Yeah, that's a tough movie to follow up. Absolutely, those are big shoes. Big shoes, and some would Sleep- say too big. Too big, <laughs> but Sleepaway Camp two, it really came into its own. It took me two viewings, mm. as you've as we've heard just now. Yeah, but it is. Also special in a totally different way. And so that is already okay. How did that go two for two in two totally different ways? In well, two to- totally different ways. Yeah. Right? Very different tones. Yeah. But each different crew, successful. different actors, but yeah. each uniquely successful. Yeah. So what are the odds of three out of three? Well, we got two out of three. We got two out of three. We got two out of three. We out of three. And... Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland, isn't terrible, but it feels rushed and pretty
1: underdeveloped. It does, yeah, especially how much the first two gave their characters and how much interplay between the characters gave us so much entertainment. This one really doesn't give you anything like
0: that. The first two had genuine personality. Right. I mean, the first movie has more personality than... Like John Waters, this Sleepaway Camp feels like it would be John Waters' totally. favorite horror movie. Absolutely, I can't. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I just now put that together. <laughs> Holy god, I got set an interview up with Waters. We got a got. I know. now need to know the answer, <laughs> just um, for that. And then the second one comes along, and it's just as much personality in a totally different way. It's such a sly, funny, yeah, confident comedy.
1: But it, like a, it kind of reminds me of like a Revenge of the Nerds, like something like a, like it, it, it has that eighties comedy vibe. To it, it has an eighties comedy spoof vibe.
0: vibe, yeah, with violent horror, yeah, and just great tongue-in-cheek humor. And so the third movie has some charm, but just doesn't have that personality. It just doesn't spark like those others, yeah. Except for the first five to ten minutes. Oh, man. Which really set us up for a blow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this movie opens in New York City where a young girl's getting ready to go to camp for the first day. Yeah. And uh, she's fighting with her parents, and she's got her I Heart New York shirt on, and she's just going to walk to wherever she's getting the van, pick up.
0: It feels way less like a a scene from Sleepaway Camp. And more like a scene from, uh, like Madonna's Borderline video. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's this like kind of like ethnically ambiguous teen totally. who's like into punk, who's just yeah in her like kind of low rent apartment fighting with her parents in the big city, and then she like shows her tits because she puts on a t shirt with no bra, mm-hmm. and it's just like man, this is like <laughs> this is like a cool Madonna character, yeah. Like this is like a girl in
1: popping There's don't some preach. good music playing, and uh, yeah, she's walking down the street. It doesn't her.
0: feel like sleepaway camp. This feels like a totally. This feels like the beginning of flash dance. totally, or yeah, something. Absolutely. You know, yeah, does not feel like sleep a sleepaway camp movie. But we know she's going to camp, so she's on her yeah. way. I'm going to camp. You guys can't stop me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I won't come back. Good. Yeah, love and we're, that are and, and we're Already, we're just like. Oh, guess what! Sleepaway Camp Three is also amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm then, loving the tone of this flick from from Go.
1: Yeah, and then this girl on her way to camp gets run down. Yeah. by a Mack truck,
0: a dump truck in the city, garbage
1: truck in the city of New York, and uh, chased into an alley. Immediately gets slammed and and uh, killed. And who's driving the truck?
0: It's Angela. It's Angela Baker. Angela Baker from Sleepaway Camp 2. It is Pamela Springsteen. It is. Who. Reprising that role. Who. So this girl from the slums who's going to camp and may never come back. Yep. She's going to be a camp counselor. And Angela, who murdered a bunch of people a year ago, needs a way back into camp. So, the way they get her back in is her murdering and stealing the identity of a counselor. So cool. And then I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> they are, they totally get exactly what I want. Yep. She puts the girl in the garbage truck. Oh, yeah. She lifts her she up. She gives into her the, the
1: old g- Casey Jones uh, oh, whips and, uh, and yeah, then crushes her. Angela and then-
0: has a wig that matches her. She's been scouting yeah. this girl. How did she already have that wig ready to go?
1: And why does she wear it? No one else knows what this girl looks like. <laughs> no one knows what her hair Angela looks goes like. And the
0: method with her performance of this oh. girl, and it's like I gotta tell you, one of my least favorite things of this movie was that damn wig. The whole that movie. wig is is a it's an ugly wig. It is atrocious. It's like it's a dirty. It's a Tina Turner like thunderdome. Oh, one hundred percent kind of wig. It's it's not a good one. But right. Angela commits to it, I'll give her I'll give her
1: credit for that. She co- <laughs> she commits to wearing the the wig that no one would have known otherwise. And uh yeah, she gets co- on that bus and and then you see she her, her van the, and yeah. you see you see the van drive off to camp and on the wall is spray painted
0: Angela is back. And then we get the great sick like Sleepaway Camp logo to like a metal song. Oh yeah. The metal song written for this movie. Yes. Another we, song written for the movie called "Sleepaway." Yep, and it's one of those songs that kind of loosely tells you the plot of the movie. <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> I love those. So literally ten minutes of this movie, in Sleepaway Camp Three, I'm kind of going nuts because it's like they did it, they fucking did it, <laughs> they did it. How dare they? We heard make an the awesome second third and third movie. were terrible, and suddenly we're like, wait a minute, the second one's actually amazing. The third one? No. And we're like, <laughs> they did it. They actually made them all. But that was kind of it. Well, yeah. From the, It seems like they used everything they had. And it was good in that first ten minutes. And then I think from there we felt a little, uh, well, let's just kill some kids and uh, one of them will get caught.
1: Yeah, it loses its charm really quickly. Um yeah, the, so the the setup of this new camp is that it's kids from a privileged background are now paired with kids from an underprivileged background. Yeah,
0: it's called New Horizons. There you go.
1: Now. Yeah, because they can't call it the name of the camp where everyone died last year. But yeah, it's the same it's camp. Yeah, it's a year ground. later. Yeah. The very next summer very they're next like, we'll pick summer. that up. We'll, we'll revamp this
0: business. Yeah. So we start at the camp with this scene. I remember you and I were talking out on my balcony about this. Mm-hmm. So for all the personality. Yeah, we got a balcony, ta- guys. Yeah, that's all right. right. <laughs> we talked on a balcony somewhere.
1: Jealous. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so for all the, we just talked about the personality and the charm of Sleepaway Camp and Sleepaway Camp 2. Yeah. Unhappy campers. Thank you. <laughs> the only information we learn about these campers, these hard youth campers at New Horizons, is a very long scene of every camper introducing themselves and where they're from. Name hometown. That's all you need. That's all you get. Anyways. My name's Arab. I'm from San Francisco. Yep. So it's like, alright, well that's our team. And then, yeah, and, and none and of them matched their town. The it was hometown just like, was the personality. That was it. It was like, but it wasn't like some guys yeah. like I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and it's right. just like, is that what people in Louisville, Kentucky are like? <laughs> there was no, there was no hokey tropes matching them. It was just like, eh, let's just pick a city that this kid came from, and that's the only thing we know about any of them. And that's all we really. And get then they to know just start them. to die. Because Angela just starts murdering them again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, there was such a like, in some ways, I could say that maybe that's a clever way to introduce a bunch of characters at once is you have a TV <laughs> reporter out at the camp, like, oh, here's this new thing we're doing. But she literally just goes up to them, you know, I'm Marsha from Ohio. I'm Tony from East yeah. LA. That's all you get. And then they just, they let, that's all they get. That's it. Snowboy even. Oh, Snowboy. There was such a story to Snowboy, but we don't know what it is. He's from Chicago.
0: Snowboy... We don't even know if he deals drugs. Snowboy had the ceiling of a character in a Lou Reed song. Oh, 100%. And what we got was one of the dumbest I hated Snowboy on screen so much.
1: He could have been Sid Vicious, but he was just this kid
0: who has no... Ugly kid. (laughs) <laughs> what an what an uggo. Oh God, just oh. an ugly punk teen. This whole cast, no, no, actually, he looked like a a, a lousy punk Jim J. Bullock. Wow, just a, and he was like a tagger, except they couldn't get anybody with tagging skills because they made this movie in like a weekend. Mm-hmm. Ugh oh, I don't know. In picking up a theme from the last movie, the the the, the sequel. Unhappy Campers Absolutely. turned into one of the charming parts of the movie. We again, there's if there was no secret that Angela was the killer in Sleepaway Camp 2, <laughs> every kill in Sleepaway Camp 3 happens at like high noon in Absolutely. broad daylight with no finesse to it. One of them, she just beats a guy with a stick like 30 times yep. and then hits him in the head the right way. It's like none of these are planned. They're all just Angela in broad daylight, with no killer POV. You just see long shots of Angela just killing just, everyone. Yeah. And
1: it's funny because in our first episode, we made many references to two thousand and one. Yeah, this is her literally with a bone just beating this guy like just, he's an ape.
0: First kill. in the dawn of man She's sequence. Beats him to
1: death with a stick. Poor Michael J. Pollard. Yeah, who's what actually a, weirdo. a great character actor but a total again it's it's almost like he's a perv in this movie but there's no finesse or there's no there's no like dimension to his pervy he's just like grabbing his belt buckle and like oh kind of shaking it and then immediately without dialogue making out with the hot camper girl with no motivation or or anything yeah so it's oh, just we this did, bizarre
0: like we did skip past one uh other like wow this they really brought out all the stops oh yes yeah. in one scene of the movie we see our four principal female campers just topless oh that's true <laughs> all at once <laughs> we get these women are all just changing and this is 10 minutes into this movie and if you're watching this as like a 13 year old kid who rented it straight to video you're like This thing is amazing. You're in sleepaway camp heaven. This movie is nothing but murders and boobs, and they went crazy on the boob casting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who this poor girl was who who also has to make out with with Michael J. Pollard. Yeah, Michael J. Pollard from from Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the most distinguished actor. We've had in the Sleepaway Camp franchise with the most disgusting, like lip licking, yeah, depraved uh, role. Yeah, he's a he's a creep. He's, he's a total just creep. a real like a real pervy Benny Hill type. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> like what a weird role. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to agree to. Like, well, I need the gig. Whew. It's Probably. And so, yeah. oh yeah, we just get all these shots of these girls changing. and It's like wow. Sleepaway Camp knew their audience. Good well, work. Again, that first movie,
1: you never see any ladies. It's all the fellas. Yeah, and right. In, and part, I don't think- in part two, you do see the ladies. Yeah. So, yeah, they're definitely... This, this movie, I think, was was filmed like back-to-back with part two. Yes. So, they probably filmed part two, shipped in Snowboy and the rest of the new cast, and just kind of picked up where they left off with the same crew and stuff. But, yeah, yeah this one seems like they were like... Oh, you know what? We actually have like 3 days left on our shooting
0: schedule. Yeah. Let's do a third movie. It it Let's really did feel like that. a it felt like an assembled like, hey, I think we got time to do another one of these. Yeah. Like we got this down now. That first right. one went pretty smooth. I think we can do this. Exactly. Let's like uh throw something
1: together. It th- it felt really thrown together. It's just kind of a uh by the numbers, you know, paint by numbers kind of a plot and yeah. You don't really get it. You don't really get any glee out of it like you do in the second one. There's not really much creativity. There's some creative kills. Uh, the yeah. lady getting the lawnmower to the sure. head. Sure, a is lawnmower
0: great. to a head is that'll uh, do.
1: That'll do fine. But uh, yeah, the the guy who gets his arms ripped off behind
0: the tree is a great kill. Sure. Um. But yeah, but the uh, what one thing that I think was the big success of Unhappy Campers was that there were some jokes that like. Played out a little slower. Angela set up a punchline a little bit longer. like had, had a little bit more confident timing right? with some jokes. And Pamela Springsteen in Unhappy Campers is perfection. She's great. She she's knew exactly which note to hit. Right. And it seems like her charm's there. She's the same person in Teenage Wasteland, but isn't given the time in those scenes to flesh out a joke. So everything's just rushed, everything's hurried, and then we get a twist on par with... (laughs) If you thought the twist in Sleepaway Camp 1 was bad, where Angela is revealed to be a boy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the Sleepaway Camp 3 twist is arguably more shocking, because we get now... Some hard N words <laughs>
1: from Cindy. Cindy, the racist. That's the big twist in this movie.
0: No, uh, yeah, not a twist, Cindy, but a reveal. Yeah, a camp counselor who's also just a virulent racist. Just yeah, openly racist. Yeah, just
1: people she doesn't even know. She's just dropping N bombs. Yeah, just
0: new people she meets. She's already
1: just hard ends. Can you believe that? That's and... the twist we get. <laughs> in teenage wasteland. Right. That's yeah, exactly. That's the thing. There's there's not really any um characters that we care to spend much time with. No. So it's nice that we don't have to spend much time with them because they leave pretty quickly. They're dispatched, you know, by Pamela Springsteen pretty quickly, but yeah, it's just uh, it's not fun to walk around with a racist <laughs> no. in the woods. So the I don't need so that. So
0: as we said, the people all we know about most of the people in this movie is their first name and their residence. Yeah, their home The hometown. city of residence. Yeah. Except for Cindy, <laughs> who we also know is just dropping N-words on yep. the reg. Oh, my God. It was
1: unexpected in 2019 to have this movie from 89, which,
0: yeah. I wasn't expecting Sleepaway Camp 3 to become fight for your life. Right. All of a sudden in the in the in well, 45 was, yeah, minutes in. It wasn't
1: written by Quentin Tarantino, so I had no clue that that was going to yeah. be a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> we go in
0: knowing Rick Rick Dalton's going to eventually let an end. Slip. <laughs> if it goes long, if we the cameras on Rick Dalton long enough It'll happen, I'm right. sure. I'm sure we'll get there. In <laughs> the director's if cut. In the director's cut, I'm sure we'll get one. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it in Teenage Wasteland. No. But all these kids... And she uses other slurs, yeah, too. she builds to She's hard She's a multi-slur she starts, uh, character. She starts offensive and gets worse. Yeah, yeah. She's fucking Harvey Keitel <laughs> and Bad Lieutenant all of a sudden. <laughs> In she the gets, middle of a camp slasher, yeah. and it's like, who are they making this movie for? Right. Who is wanting that out of their camp slasher? Oh, it just devolves into... From there, it's just like, there's zero way this movie's coming back from no. hard racism.
1: Yeah, and it just didn't... Yeah, it didn't have enough going on for you to not think about that hard end for the rest of the movie. Like, there wasn't anything to make you forget that that had just happened. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, like we couldn't move on from it watching no. it because the rest of the movie is just these static set pieces of her killing people at at mostly abandoned looking campsites, yeah, one at a time, and uh pretty repetitive stuff, yeah, she goes back to the stick and beating people later on, and I know. uh yeah, it just it uh yeah, it didn't have the uh the joy of of the th- the the thrill of the kills the- from part two, and it didn't have the
0: quirkiness and the fun of the first one it felt like they at a certain point and they they nailed the first 10 minutes of this movie right. which is such which is even more of a drag cuz then right. you're like oh god that they were right there so close they were right here they yeah. had it yeah and uh, they were over the target and then <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like they didn't understand what made the first two so uniquely special at a certain point. Right. And they were just like, people like kills. Yes. And so they just did these kind of heatless kills. And then the second movie got it right with some very memorable and scary kills. Great kills. Burning two girls alive. Yeah. Uh, the the, the, the latrine, outhouse The outhouse, scene. yeah. These are memorable, horrifying kills. And this one had some good effects, but were just like... I'm gonna lop your head off. I'm gonna do this, and we're gonna have uh, three times as many of them. Right. But ah, uh, the second one had all that time for Angela to show her charm and show her weird moral take. Uh huh. And this one was, uh, it just ah, didn't have
1: it. No, it that that's it could have had it. That's the perfect review of actually of this movie is just ah.
0: Yeah, it just could nah. have had it, and it made just... Could have kept going. It made a couple of bad choices, yeah. and it could have survived as a good, fun movie, even under-baked, like it was. Mm-hmm. But it just took a couple of tough steps. Ugh, disappointing. Sorry, disappointing. I well, wanted it, but it did It doesn't diminish the joys no, no, of no, the no, first no. two. And we do end with the credits of... uh. We We get a pretty decent... A battle between Angela and a person you don't really care beats Angela. Yeah. Uh, with the girl like stabbed Angela. In yeah, the, the final, the final stuff. pretty like, decent. So that was pretty cool. You know, we—it's not like we go out with a total. <sighs> it's not a total movie, fart, but it's yeah, so, <laughs> it's such a bummer because clearly was right there, there was
1: people that could have made a cool movie. Even in the final scene where you think Angela is dead, and then you see she's not quite dead in the ambulance, and the cop is, like, trying to convince the ambulance driver or the medic in the back to kill her. Yeah. Like, that could have been such a crazy scene. But then it just seems... But it came across as, like, one guy just talking to
0: another guy. Like, there just wasn't
1: any energy to that. It could
0: have been really iconic to have Angela in an ambulance have, like, a Hannibal Lecter ambulance scene, you know? Right. Like, the ideas were right there. It's like they got right up to the target a few times and then just, like, well... The end of the scenes here. Yeah, exactly. Ah, it, yeah, it felt it, like it kept like it felt like they ran good. out of money every scene. <laughs>
1: yeah. every scene they were like, "Look, we got sixty bucks for this scene. We've used yeah.
0: fifty-nine of them. Yeah, you know, have her just say the line every as she's scene, walking. They out. just well, we're back at square one. <laughs> we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, <sighs> right. So oh, well. it was all there. It could have been good. It still had something. You know, the first ten minutes. I'd say would fit it. Oh, imagine if. So, reportedly, there was a Sleepaway Camp four, mm. basically, yeah, that the original director made. Right, right. Return to Sleepaway. Return to Sleepaway Camp, camp like a modern two thousands. Yeah, one. I haven't heard but anything about it. If so, I remember for years that was just like, oh, there they found like ten minutes of it, of that one, mm-hmm. like had been shot. Like, oh, what if three was the movie that 10 minutes were found and it was the first 10 minutes of this month. <laughs> you'd be like this movie's insane
1: like this is the best one dude what should have happened is the first 10 minutes of 3 should be the post credits of 2 and it should end with Angela's back on the wall and mm-hmm. that's it and like then the music cuts in you know oh yeah that would have been sick the
0: an- by the time we got to the brick wall graffiti Angela is back yeah, we were in. Yeah, like they had to do us a disservice to pull us out of it because we were in, we were hooked. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. So the fact that we got unhooked means they messed up. Yeah, they they just didn't hit it. You blew it. Yeah, but still, but still, the whole the whole
1: trilogy <laughs> I think is on Prime. Go watch them all. I mean, if you're gonna watch, the I first would still two,
0: weirdly say the third one. You might as is well. Kind of worth it.
1: Honestly, it's worth it to just. Look at that bad wig the whole time, and just go like, "How did she do it?
0: Yeah, how did she you know wear that wig the whole time in its favor? It's eighty minutes long, right. and you've already watched two movies right in this series right. Knock What's another trilogy? eighty minutes, even, it even if it's list. disappointing?
1: You're you're gonna regret if you if you the completionist you never get part there. of
0: you will know that you didn't quite go all the way. Just do it. Just do it. Go, even on. if it's watch you know. the movie, but yeah. The series should be celebrated. I couldn't believe. I still can't believe that news that the guy didn't just didn't know. (laughs) Right, just didn't. Oh, the original guy
1: didn't know. My movie just happens to be flawless. Cool.
0: Oh, sounds good.
1: Thank you. That's awesome.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. Go see it. I'm such a. I'm such a doofus. We're great. I'll shit all no. over a movie. And don't, then don't say see you're it. doofus. We're great. Uh,
1: yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Go see the sleepaway camps. Do the it. The kids love them.
0: The kids love them. See it for the kids. For the kids. Somebody for think the of the kids. children. Yeah. Uh, sleepaway camps. This is our first summer camp feature. I love that we did all three sleepaway camp movies before we did any. Friday the 13th movie. Absolutely. That is just planting the stake. That's the kind of show
1: we're doing here. That's what we're doing. On So It's Come to This. It came to
0: this. It came to this. We went to camp. We came back through the other side. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Good night.